Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hey guys, welcome. I'm Tanya Penny, your vibrant body and abundant life catalyst and coach. And in this video, we are going to be diving into key number eight of the vibrant body and abundant life blueprint. And key number eight's a big one, love and relationships. So in this video, we're going to be, um, number one, talking about why it's important to have supportive, fulfilling relationships. And also, what about those relationships that aren't so supportive and so pleasant? We're going to be talking about that, um, which kind of ties into soul contracts or agreements. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today. Uh, most of you have heard about that before, but maybe some of you haven't. So I'm going to be touching on that. Also going to be talking about why do we stay in unfulfilling, unhappy, um, even abusive relationships, many of us? Um, why do we stay, right? Why, why does that happen? And then the last thing we're going to talk about is how you can begin shifting, how you can begin shifting your relationships to have more supportive and loving relationships. And with the ones that aren't, what to do with those two? So here we go. So why is it important to have support and love in your life? And the simplest kind of answer is because it affects our happiness and, of course, our health, right? So if you don't have support, you don't have love, you don't feel accepted by people, um, at least a few people, you're going to probably end up sick depressed, anxious, maybe even with a chronic illness, okay? So it's super important. So what about the relationships that aren't so pleasant and fulfilling, and why do we attract those people into our life? Okay, so why, why do we have relationships that aren't loving and supportive in our life? So let's talk a little bit about soul agreements and soul contracts. Agreement, contract, whatever word floats your boat. So from my philosophy and what I understand and believe at this moment that I'm shooting the video and that could change is that before we came down into this body, this physical body, we decided, our soul decided to have certain experiences, to learn and grow in certain ways in this lifetime. And as we know, um, relationships help us to do that, can help us to do that. So before we came down, we all agreed. Anyone you've ever had a relationship with in your life, no matter how good or bad it was, ones that are in the past, ones that you're currently in, and ones that will come to you in the future, okay? We all agreed to be part of the movie, to be part of that play. Um, so... That can bring comfort to some people um, and get you out of being a victim, 
um, as well. So some of us are like, oh, this person did this to me, that to me. Well, gosh, you know, we actually all kind of agreed to do this. Um, they agreed to be the asshole or the noble adversary, as Carolyn Mace calls it, um, so that you could learn and grow. Okay, so some of the relationships in our life are here to support us in a positive way, and some of us are here to, mm, the pain in the ass ones, um, are here to help us learn and grow and evolve, um, let go of patterns that are no longer healthy, um, old belief systems, um, things from past lives that you're, you're working out in this lifetime, so... In a nutshell, that's my take on soul agreements and contracts. And so every relationship in my life, yes, I, I believe that. Even for me, the ones that were abusive, okay? Now, that doesn't mean you don't deal with that kind of stuff, you know, releasing the emotional stuff, and you say, oh, well, it's a soul contract, so it's okay that they did that. Um, no. <laughs> I, I, don't mean, I don't mean that at all, okay? That's a whole other thing that we work on in... Um, my Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Mastery Program. So just for today in the short lesson, that's what we got. So what keeps us stuck in those relationships that are not fulfilling and possibly abusive? Okay, so here's where the learning and growth kind of comes in, if you choose. So many of us, when that kind of stuff happens, we... You know, whether it's just, oh, you know, this person's really not, I don't really connect with this person anymore. Um, whether it be a friend or a lover or even a family member, okay? So I'm talking about all relationships, even professional relationships with a coach, a healer, a doctor, um, co-workers, fill in the blank, okay? So what happens is we kind of have this either unfulfillment or this abuse that's happening. Um, so there's a big spectrum there, right? And instead of saying, huh, I wonder if maybe I'm to move on from this relationship. Or maybe I'm to set a boundary, and if they don't um, honor that, then I'm meant to move on. Or if it's just unfulfilling and you ask for your needs to be met, or you say, this is what I'd like to do, and you just have this like gap right? It's no longer enjoyable most of the time. And don't get me wrong, all relationships are going to have some turbulence, okay, so that you can, you can grow and you can work through your stuff. Because relationships are really good mirrors for the stuff we like about ourselves and the stuff that we're meant to, that we want to change, okay? So instead of setting a boundary, speaking our truth, what happens, and if you haven't seen, side note, if you haven't watched last month's video on key your truth and boundaries, I highly recommend you do. Um, yeah, because that's, that's going to kind of go with this one. So instead of speaking our truth, instead of setting boundaries, maybe even walking away from a relationship, what happens is we end up staying because of all the beliefs and conditioning we have. And most of them are fear-based. Right? So the fear of being alone, the fear of, um, gosh, that's, that's a biggie, fear of being alone, fear of not getting love and approval, fear of not being accepted. Ultimately, we're not speaking our truth and setting boundaries because we're afraid that person's going to leave 
okay? And then we're gonna be alone. And no one else is gonna come in, which we know really isn't true, okay? So, why, so we stay for those basic reasons and those beliefs, those systems that cause us to stay versus say, oh, this is really, I deserve better than this, right? I've learned what I need to, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and it's time for me to move on. This isn't working anymore for whatever reason, okay? We stay because typically the beliefs, the things that we saw as children, we think are normal, the ways we were treated or not treated, what we saw growing up, how our parents interacted um, with each other, also how they interacted with other people. So for example, my mom stayed with my dad for 16 years <clears throat> in a very unhappy, unfulfilling relationship. So what do you think I did? I ended up staying in relation, attracting relationships and staying in relationships that were kind of similar to that with people that were pretty similar to my father. Okay, And I ended up attracting girlfriends into my life that were very similar to relationship um, that I had with my mother. Right, People that treated me the way, didn't treat me the way my mom did, same thing with my dad and men. Right, So family conditioning, modeling growing up, of course, past lifetimes worth of stuff that we're bringing forwards. Those are all the belief systems, the conditioning I'm talking about that keeps us staying in unfulfilling relationships, right? And again, we're also meant to be in those relationships to wake up and to heal certain things. But it doesn't mean we're supposed to stay forever. For some of you, it's going to be, oh, I need to step into my power and set a boundary or I need to step in my power and leave this relationship not to continue to put up with the bullshit, whatever the bullshit is, right? It could be verbally putting you down. It could be not giving you the support that you give to them. So that equal um, give and receive in relationship is what I see very often in my clients, right? And I struggle with that as well because growing up, I overgave with my parents, okay? I saw my mom overgive. So that was one of my patterns, so pretty much everyone listening to this has some kind of unhealthy pattern in a relationship that you might want to look at, okay? So, you know, once we kind of learn those lessons and grow and make those changes, we're going to start inviting in healthier and healthier relationships, okay? It doesn't have to be your whole life that you're um, attracting, I don't want to call it shit, but you know what I mean, the things that we think are shitty, the relationships we think are shitty or crappy. Um, so yeah, so we're, none of us are victims, we're all in this crazy-ass play, movie, whatever you want to call it, together, and you might just be being, being called right now to speak up, um, stick up for yourself, share more of your truth, and be okay with those people leaving if they can't meet you there, if they can't honor and respect you. That might be one of your lessons, one of your things to, to overcome. So I want to talk a little bit about power. So if you believe in this contract agreement thing in relationships, and maybe it'll take you a little while to move into that, people can't take our power anymore. So as children, people could take our power, right? And we gave it away pretty easily too. Right, so we could get love, um, approval, so that we could survive, right? I mean, essentially a lot of these patterns 
and the beliefs that come with them were ways that we survived as children. So we're not beating ourselves up here either, you guys, okay? Like, I'm such a jerk because I, you know, attracted an abusive relationship or stayed in it. Compassion, there's no beating yourself up. You stay in it as long as you were meant to or need to, okay? So power. A lot of relationships when we uh, move into adulthood, what is being called is that a lot of these will push us, trigger us to step into our power, show us where we've given our power away. So things like people-pleasing, that's giving your power away. Um, staying in abusive relationships, people that are verbally, physically, or sexually abusing you, you staying is giving your power away. Okay, so nobody can take our power as adults. We can only give it away. Okay, so that's an important thing to remember as well. Um, and probably is woven into some of the relationships and the lessons that you are experiencing. In the past, maybe now. Okay, so what can we do? Um, how can we... How can we begin to look at past relationships, right, um, current relationships, and, and start to shift, start to realize what lessons are we, what am I meant to learn here or grow? How do I know when to stay or move on? Um, just briefly, we're going to go into that. And then if you choose to join me this, um, this month or whenever you feel ready in the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Mastery Program, we go a lot deeper into love and relationships, okay? So I'm gonna say that number one, reflect. Reflect on what did you hear and see growing up? Both how were you treated, what were you told, how were you not treated, how were you treated, what were you told growing up? So you're gonna to wanna to look at your relationship with your dad, your mom, and even if one of your parents wasn't really present physically or emotionally, you're going to want to look at that too, okay? Your relationship with your siblings, what was that like? And then look at what was your parents' marriage like or not like. Maybe one or both were not really present with each other, right? They, you got divorced or you never saw them or that means something, okay? That's going to tell you something. So example, let's see. Um... So I think I, I've used this example previously, but it's the one that's coming in, right? Is my dad really didn't spend a lot of time with me growing up. I mean, he was there, but emotionally not there. Didn't show a lot of interest in my, the things that were important to me. Let's just put it that way. So what I experienced in adulthood is attracting men that really didn't show up for me, didn't honor me emotionally, were like vacant. Um, they struggled with alcohol like my dad did. Um, yeah, so there were a lot of similarities, okay? So taking some time to really reflect on what did you see here growing up? How were you treated? Not treated? Told? Not told? And then what was your relation, or your parents' relationship like? Okay? Those are really important things to reflect on. It's going to give you a lot of information on maybe why you're still stuck in some similar type relationships today, why you attracted that now ex or maybe somebody you're currently married to that has a lot of similarities, not so good ones, of your mom or your dad, right? So I'm talking to men and women here. Um, and this isn't, again, just a love relationship. We're looking at friendships too. 
really anybody. I mean, some of my clients are like, oh my God, I have complete strangers treat me like shit and they don't even know me. They were treated like shit by their family. So they have a belief, I don't deserve respect. I don't deserve to be treated good. I don't deserve support. Some flavor of that, okay? So once you've done that reflection, and then you can also look at your past relationships as far as significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, and friendships, and kind of see where there's a connection between the way that you were treated growing up and those relationships. Then you're going to want to ask yourself, part two, what beliefs might I still be holding, maybe was holding then, might still be holding to some degree, that continues to keep me in or attract similar relationships. People that treat me the similar ways that I do not like, right? Not cool. And why am I staying in this? And why do I keep attracting people like that? Okay, so looking at those beliefs, because our beliefs attract things into our life, and they also cause us to act in certain ways. So some another very typical belief is that, you know, if I'm married, then till death do us part. I can't get divorced. I can't leave. I can't leave because I have children. It'll break the family. I have to be friends with this person. I've been friends with this person since middle school, grade school, and, you know, I have to be loyal, even though it's not a fulfilling relationship anymore, right? Lots of beliefs that we hold that keep us in relationships and keep us from speaking and being our truth in relationships, okay? Number three, okay, is I want you to write a list, an ideal partner list, friend list, um, caregiver or healer list, right? This All people, all people that are in your life like groups of people. And what are the qualities that you would like that person to have? Okay, so for example, all my lists have like kind, right? Kind and compassionate, um, willing to listen to what I have to say. I can be myself and speak my truth and they may not agree, but they'll hear me out. Um, and then the list goes on, right? Like, so for my partner, it's gotta be outdoorsy, gotta like the outdoors because I do. Um, yeah, so there's a lot, there's a lot of qualities, right? So getting clear on what you really desire in a relationship, what's important to you. Many of us have not taken the time to do that. So we keep attracting all the old stuff. So you see here, there's that balance of both looking at the, um, what some people might call the shadow stuff, right? Like the beliefs and, um, yeah, looking at the past and, and the beliefs that you might be holding, as well as what do you desire, right? So you got the law of attraction, what do you desire? So you, both of those things I think are really important in order to grow in the relationships we're meant to grow and learn in and possibly move on if we're done and to attract more of what we desire into our life in terms of love and support in relationships. So, how do you shift those beliefs? I already hear a lot of you. So, one of the main tools I use to shift the beliefs that you find, those limiting, fear-based beliefs that are keeping you stuck, in this case, in unfulfilling, unhealthy, um, even abusive relationships, is the therapeutic meditation practice. So, I have specific practices for relationships, if you sign up for my program, um, 
or you can listen right now to a general guided practice um, that's on your community page and you can fill in your beliefs. So it's, a, it's not quite as easy, but you can still use it that way, okay? Um, you can also write opposite truths to the beliefs that you found that were limiting and fear-based. So ask yourself, you know, if my, like my belief was, I don't deserve time, love, and attention from men, because I didn't really get it from my dad. Opposite is, I always deserve love, attention, and respect, because I was criticized and not always respected a lot either, just as an example, right? Um, with my mom, an example is I kind of was my mom's counselor, and that's really made me a great coach. <laughs> And I want friendships now that are equal. I don't want to be my, my friend's counselor. I want us both to give and receive and support each other back and forth, not just one way. Okay, so that's an example is I'm always, um, you know, I always got to take care of whatever. Be there for my friends. Opposite truth might be we are here for each other, right? We have given, receive. I have given, receive in all of my relationships, so those are a few examples. So remember that changing anything takes time, especially love and relationships. So be compassionate with yourself, progress, not perfection. And if you want more support to heal any past relationship trauma and to be able to have more loving and supportive relationships come into your life, um, that is one of the things I help my clients do. And you can find several ways that I work with people below this video. And um, if you're interested, have questions, you can also just email me, tanya at tanyapenny.com. And I will make sure to get back to you in 24 to 48 hours or so. Um, and if you want to schedule a time to talk, we can do that too. If you're not sure what your next step is, but you know you need some support in this area. So again, our relationships are vital to our health, to our happiness, to being fulfilled in our life. And um, I hope you have a good holiday. And if this isn't a holiday, I hope you just have a, a great day and an awesome month. And um, I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.